This is a City of Crestview podcast. Welcome to Season 3 of Civic View. My name is Chance Levins and I'm the Public Information Manager for the City of Crestview. Our mission here at the City is to improve the quality of life by providing exceptional municipal services to our citizens. And we believe that fostering community engagement through open and transparent communication is one of the many ways we can achieve that mission. So, let's get started. Hello, Crestview, and thank you for joining me for another episode of Civic View. Um, We're having a special episode, even though it's still right off at the beginning of the season. Um, This episode, we are going to be covering um, City Government Week, which will be taking place from October the 18th through the 24th. And it's pretty important to us here at the city. It's a great way for us to... um, have everyone engage with us at different activities and get to know our your elected officials and city leadership and some of the things that the city's doing. But it also gives the city a chance to recognize uh, organizations and groups that work within the city and around the city, um, previously elected officials and some other events that we have going on. So it's a great time for all of us to come together and celebrate Crestview and our local government to talk about um City Government Week. I have uh, our illustrious mayor, Mr. J.B. Witten. Sir, thank you for being here. Absolutely. Thank you for inviting me. Absolutely. Um, and our uh, our illustrious uh, city clerk as well, <laughs> our famous diamond painter, um, <laughs> Elizabeth Roy. Thank you for being here as well. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, so... First of all, I'm not going to do a long intro like I normally do. Uh, I want to get the information straight from the people that really know it. And so I want to start with you, Betsy, if you don't mind. Um, Can you give us kind of like um, kind of a history of how long we've been kind of like really doing City Government Week here in Crestview? Well, the City Government Week is actually a function of the Florida League of Cities. They promote it. They advertise it. They send out information toolkits. We've done little things uh, since I've been here. One year we went and read at schools and that kind of stuff. But since JB's been mayor, we really have concentrated on really going after some events. Uh, We do a resolution each year, and then we do uh, several events during the week, and it's just grown over the last three or four years into an an all, instead of a two- to three-day event, into an all-week event. So it's really getting the name out there. Yeah, and and so you mentioned this is something that's, I guess the Florida League of Cities is who suggests that cities in the state do this or people that are members. If you want to know what that is, there are more than one podcast. Go back through our uh, <laughs> some of our older catalog. You can find that a lot of different places, including on our Facebook page and on our website. Um, and you can check out uh, some really great information from Councilman Hayes and our mayor, uh, as well as I think I've had someone else talk about it also, um, possibly maybe you and Councilman Brown, I don't know, we've talked about it quite a few times, um, <clears throat> to learn more, a little bit more about that. So so in the last few years, we we have really started um, embracing it, which I think is awesome. That th- The week is a little bit hectic, I have to say. <laughs> we are all <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty busy that week, but um, it's, uh, I think it's kind of cool because it gives us an opportunity to kind of pull back the curtain and let people really interact and and meet elected officials and interact with city government in a way that's outside of a traditional meeting or um, some things like that because we can go out into the public and do some things that way. Um, now, uh, speaking of that, our, we're, we're having a special council meeting the um, 18th, and 
during that meeting, we, we do have council business, but we also invite organizations, uh, groups, individuals, churches to be recognized. And um, Mr. Mayor, if you don't mind, I'd like you to uh, kind of give us an explanation or a under, better understanding of, of how you feel like this uh, is a good opportunity for the community when we, when we do this special meeting. Sure, sure, absolutely. Because, you know, uh, City Government Week is not just making sure we're being exposed to the public, but that we are recognizing the people in the public that support city government. And so we started this several years ago. And the neat thing about it is every time we do this, people come up afterwards and say, I never knew we had this many clubs in the city. So it seems to be expanding every year. But the key element is they have to contact us because there are so many clubs, organizations, it would be difficult for us to reach out to each and every one of them. So the onus is upon them. We want them to contact my office at 682-3812 and talk to my executive assistant, Z. Richardson, and tell her that, number one, we want to be there. Number two, we know we're going to have a couple of minutes to talk about our clubs. But, and then more importantly, uh, we want to set up a table and they can uh, recruit people before the meeting, after the meeting, you know, advertise their clubs and, and, and it'll help them because all of our clubs are always in need of recruiting new people. So yeah. it's really, really not just exposing them to the public, but helping them recruit people also. So, and now I know the table space is, I mean, we're kind of limited on that one, right? Well, what we'll do is we have the six foot tables and we'll mm -hmm. put maybe two or three organizations at each table. Okay. They won't have a separate table. Okay. You know, they'll have a space on the table, and you can get quite a few organizations because we're going to be at Warriors Hall. That's important to know right. uh, that we're not in the city council chambers. Yeah, I should have Hall. opened with that part. <laughs> <laughs> when people showing up to the council chamber, this one will be at Warriors Hall. Uh, on, so there's plenty of room around the exterior of the walls to put tables around there. Yes, sir. Um, yeah. So uh, that, that one's at 6 p.m. at Warriors Hall. Right. If you're interested, again, that number is uh, 850-682-3812. Um, and you can come up, talk for a few minutes. And, and I, I think it's a I, – I have discovered – at last year's, I discovered many organizations that I didn't know uh, function within the city. I know some of them at that time were kind of needing new fresh blood, young younger people to come out and join. And I know there's people in the community looking for opportunity to do things like that, like when I had United Way on, <clears throat> some of the – the two uh, young people that I had on with that are really great. Um, they were like part of the reason why they interacted with United Way was because they were looking for ways to interact with the community um, outside of church because they already did it with church. And the United Way was something that offered that. So getting that information out there about some of the other clubs and organizations, which are another way to interact with your community and help out and do things like that sure. and network and socialize and all the other wonderful things that you can do. I, I think it's important. Um, the, so, so to just give an idea of some of those things that we're talking about, like uh, Qantas Club, Rotary Club, uh, I'm sure Chamber of Lion, Commerce, Lions the Club. Lions Club. Also, we have Boy Scout or Cub Scout groups, Girl Scouts, um, uh, Main Street. Yes, ma'am. Uh, and and then there were some other ones, um, some local uh, chapters for sororities, fraternities, things like that. I remember being at uh, at it last year, and then you know uh, some of the churches and. And then if there's individuals that are leading some kind of an organization that might not exactly be a club, uh, they can come out and, and talk about it as well. well. 
the Boys and Girls Club was a bad example, but that's what I was thinking of because we had the gentleman that's now leading the Boys and Girls Club come up and talk last year too, which is <clears throat> it's different from a social club or something like that. Sure, you know, it's an organization. Yeah. Um, so so that leads me into into Tuesday, uh, which is also at Warriors Hall at six p.m., where we're going to do a, a small recognition or not small, excuse me, a recognition ceremony for uh, former elected officials, and. I'm. I know we've contacted some. I know if there's any out there that hear this and they they want to participate again, uh, contact as Z, the mayor's assistant at the eight five zero six eight two three eight one two. JB, can you can you kind of tell us about what that's going to be on Tuesday? Yeah. Well, you know, um, uh, sometimes we take elected officials for granted. Uh, essentially, most of them are working for next to nothing. They're, they're kind of like volunteers. They get a stipend, but it's not a whole lot. So the council uh, and I thought it would be nice to bring out some of the people who have served, and maybe we've forgotten about who they, you know, who they were and what they did. So we just want to call them up and recognize them formally in front of the public uh, for the service they've done. And and you're right, we have a list. We're contacting them, but there's always that chance there's someone that you don't know is out there or you don't have a phone number or you don't have an email. So uh, if we have any former elected officials out there and you, and you haven't been contacted, then we would like you to contact us and we'll make sure we add you to the list. Okay. Uh, and then to get a little clarification, if someone is a direct descendant of one of the elected officials, um, are, I'm assuming it's an open meeting, right? So anyone can a- come. Anybody. Oh, yeah. We would encourage people to be in the audience. And if not, they can watch live, of course, on the city Facebook page. Um, yeah, it would be great to have a support uh, section there yeah. for the people being recognized. Okay. Um, and so then that, that takes us to Wednesday. Um, where we have another uh, meeting, but this one's a little different. Uh, this is actually going to be a virtual town hall. We're going to host it here from City Hall, but it's going to be virtual. So the way you would interact with us on that is going. we're going to be live on Facebook, um, but it's going to be a little bit different than a city council meeting. So in this scenario, we are asking the public to engage with us on Facebook. Unfortunately, that's we can only do it on one platform and that's the the biggest one we can do it on. So that's how we're going to be doing it. Uh, but you come on, you ask questions, you can ask questions directly to the city manager, directly to, um, JB, the mayor or individual city council members, the whole elected panel as a whole or city officials. And we really hope that people will, um, and participate in this. Now it starts at six o'clock and it, it, there is, with within streaming anything live, there's a little bit of a delay. Usually it's anywhere from 10, 10 seconds to 30 seconds, depending on how many people are in there, how many people are asking questions. But our intent is to address within reason, um, any reason, you know, obviously reasonable questions. If you come in and you're just being rude or something like that, you know, that's, you know, that's just not, it's not necessary, you know, but we do really encourage people to come in, ask questions. If they're tough questions, ask them because we, we want to answer those and we want to make sure people understand that, um, we want to answer those. You know, we, we don't want to hide anything. We don't want to, you know, people, I don't want people out there thinking we're trying to deceive them or not deliver information in any way. So I think this is a great opportunity for people to just ask their questions, get them answered in real time and and really take an opportunity to feel like they've been heard. In fact, if, if I can add to that, sure. because uh, I don't care how prepared you are, sometimes someone's going to ask a question on, that you just plain don't have the answer. Oh, absolutely. And, and, and what will happen is uh, 
uh, we won't make up an answer. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would then ask them to leave with you a uh, name and phone number, and uh, we would then get back to them after the meeting. Yes, and, the and, and if you've asked questions in meetings before that, you know, I, I'm always monitoring the feed, and there have been times where I've had to get someone to get back in contact, or I would have to collect some information to get back to sure. that person and answer. You know, obviously there's going to be <laughs> – if you come at us with, you know, what's the – difference in budget budgetary spending over the last you know like <laughs> something super complicated like that you're, you're gonna get a we're gonna have to get back to you on that one but you know um there are some other questions that someone might surprise you with and they might know but um either way our intent is to answer as much as we can uh and then also you know if we need to come back come back later on with someone and answer those questions as well there's not uh i, I hope that this is going to be um, just a really great opportunity for people to come on, try to get an understanding of what we're doing as a government, get get themselves heard, hopefully get answered um, in a timely fashion, and uh, get an opportunity to interact. It's a little bit different than just coming to a public meeting, getting to speak for a couple seconds at the end of a public meeting, and, um, you know, that be that. I know— Yeah, I think people are more comfortable— Typing a question on Facebook yes. and having to get up, drive to the city council meeting, go up in front of everybody on a microphone, you know, so uh, it, it's more of a relaxed atmosphere. Yeah, I, I agree. And so um, that that will be Wednesday at 6 p.m. You'll look for that one on Facebook. And then uh, Thursday, the city will actually be uh, closed. Um, we do uh, health wellness training for our employees and some employee appreciation that day. And... Um, so that one's going to be less about less for the public and more for the city itself. But then uh, we get back into it on Friday. Um, I know. Uh, well, actually, JB, I'll just let you tell me about that one because you know more about what's happening Friday evening than I do. Well, Friday, the principal of Crestview High School has invited all the elected officials to come out to the football game in the evening and uh, have us come out on the field at the beginning of the game and just recognize us all to the public, introduce us and, and maybe say a few words. Uh, and and that's, that's important to me because although the schools don't fall under the control of the city, I think it's important to have a great relationship between our schools and the city. Absolutely. So uh, when he invited us out, we naturally jumped at the opportunity to do that. Yeah, I, I know um, since I've come come into this uh, position here at the city, I've there's been a lot of times I've wanted to interact with the school, be able for us to do things with the school. Unfortunately, due to COVID, you know, a lot of that was limited. And but hopefully, we're you know kind of getting to the other side of that, and we'll be able to start doing more stuff because I think that is really important. Because while you know the county school board is who controls the schools and those types of things. They're still in Crestview. They're still part of Crestview. The people that there are still These Crestview. Are our students. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so it's really it's really important for us to be able to reach out and and make that connection for people and help them understand. Uh, because for me, the sooner you can learn that your local government is important and what I mean it impacts you a lot more than the federal government does. Honestly, most days, you know, we get younger voters, we get younger engagement, we get more people interested in politics at a younger age, which I think is always good, uh, for the city. Um, and then Saturday, uh, I know you have something going on Saturday morning, uh, with, uh, some, it's a, it's like a round table session. Is that? Yeah, we're going to have several round tables there and I've invited the local clergy again. Uh, the onus is on them to contact my office mm-hmm. 
and sign up. They'll give the name of the church. We're only looking for one representative, one probably the lead pastor, and if not the lead pastor, maybe the secondary pastor to uh, uh, become involved in this event out of the Old Spanish Trail Park from starting at 10 a.m., and it'll bring together some of the uh, city officials and the faith community so we can talk about all the common issues we have, how we can work together, be partners together to help out our citizens. Are you still, um, I know at the last Citizen Advisory Council meeting, you were asking if some of them would be interested in uh, participating in that as well. Is that still? I have uh, I have three of my CAC members already signed up, okay. and I'll be calling another one today uh, because uh they are the Citizens Advisory Council. They want to be involved, and I think it's a good thing for, from both the faith community and the CAC yeah. to have them together. And, of course, I'll be there as the main host. Okay. Um, and then we have another event uh, Saturday afternoon, and, uh, Ms. Roy, I'll let you uh, talk to us about that one. Uh, basically, it's at the McMahon Environmental Center, which is out on Butler Circle. Um, so, so real quick— um, if you know where the fire tower is uh, near um, what's Live, Live Oak, Oak Cemetery, Cemetery. that's kind of like, I, I hate to use the cemetery as the landmark, but that's, so there's two things. There's the, the fire tower, which is near impossible to miss, <laughs> and the cemetery, that that's right under the fire tower. That's right. that's where the the McMahon Environmental Center yeah, is. Yeah, the old, uh, the old environmental center was uh, pretty much falling apart, and it was uh, reduced and taken away by the city. Uh, we've built a new environmental center out there with the help of the uh, um, name just went out of my head um, for the people that do the 4-H. <laughs> so they've been they set it up. They've they've set up in a whole bunch of uh, exhibits in there. So the plan is, and then the Qantas has built a, uh, with the help of the city and under the direction of the city, built a new uh, playground uh, named after one of our members, Jimmy Lindy, who was big in the old environmental center. He's been around in Kiwanis for years, and uh, he was one of the uh, people that was around when the state actually gave the Kiwanis Club the environmental center before the Kiwanis gave it back to the city. And it's been a project ever since I took office to get the environmental center back up and running. And it's taken some time, but oh yeah, okay, <laughs> <laughs> it's taken some time because we had, we had to raise money. The city had to, to save money, uh, and to do it. But now it's finally, the environmental center is complete. The playground is complete. Uh, we've done several projects out there, including building a walkway. Unfortunately, the walkway kind of fell away. There's still the trees out there that were set up by, uh, scouts years ago there's one type of every tree that's native to the state of florida in that environmental park yeah there's uh plaques too right mm -hmm. that, that... well there's a there's a tour you can take and find the trees they're all numbered yeah so the plan is uh the Qantas, we're gonna have a ribbon cutting ribbon cutting by the chamber uh at two o'clock for the environmental center and the playground and Which then the public is invited to. Definitely. Uh, we want to introduce uh, the families in that area or anywhere in the city to come out and see the new playground, to take tours of the Environmental Center. The Environmental Center is not open all the time. It's open by appointment only, or it will be once it gets completed before this event. So we want to induce people to what's there. And okay. then it's going to eventually, the the, the um, environmental center itself will be part of uh, the new museum set that we're doing with the Bush House and all that. Yeah, so. the, our cultural services division, right? Yeah. So, um, so that's that. Right. A, that oh, we're also going to have popcorn. Yeah, I was going to say there's some refreshments, some drinks. Uh, there'll be tours um, of the environmental center, correct? 
and the ribbon cutting for the whole uh, park. And that is Saturday from 2 to 5. Mm-hmm. Do you two to expect five. it to go that whole length? Or? Depends on how yeah, many, how like many people Someone's a little late come. and they decide to show up at like 3.30 or 4. You know, we'll still they, be there. Okay. All right. Just, just to make sure. Because, you know, some people want to check things out, but they... Maybe they can't make it at two, and yeah, so they we'll, might miss the cutting, but they still want to check out the I, park. Several, I and several of the other Kiwanis members plan on being there the whole time. So Okay, cool. Um, and uh, then I guess on Sunday the council uh, is doing uh, something with some local churches. Is that? Yeah, what, uh, what was suggested by one of the council members was uh, since we all want to have a partnership with the faith community, why don't we leave our area of comfort and maybe attend a different church than we normally do on Sunday? So, so we're just going to scatter out, maybe hit maybe one, maybe two churches uh, on Sunday or whatever. And the only thing we're asking is that the council members alert uh, the pastor that are going to be there, not because it's any big thing, but just so uh, they're not surprised when somebody walks in. That's not normally in there. And they're a particular church, but yeah, just kind of outreach. Okay. Um, all right. So, I mean, that that basically covers the run the of, whole week of, yeah, <laughs> of city government week. Chances busiest week of the year, almost. Um, so, and I, ma- I imagine for probably most of us, it's one of the busiest weeks of the year. Um, uh, yeah. So if you want more information on that, uh, if you want a, a, like a more formal list, you can find it. It's on our social media, uh, at Steve Cressy, but it's also on our website, www.stevecressy.org, right on our homepage. There's a, a, um, a write-up basically that has a list of everything, has that contact information again. If you're one of the organization's groups, one of the elected officials, you want to get involved in that, uh, that stuff is there. Again, we have the virtual town hall. Um, all these meetings are going to be at 6 o'clock, so Monday at 6 at Warriors Hall, Tuesday at 6 at Warriors Hall, Wednesday the virtual town hall is at 6 o'clock a p.m., by the way, let me verify. At the city, cha- <laughs> city chamber. Though. Yes, at the city chamber for the virtual uh, uh, town hall. Um, and then we have uh, this the events on Saturday, um, again, that the McMahon, that's two to five. Uh, the other event, that's kind of like a closed event. The one you're doing. Yeah, it's good. Just me hosting the past. Uh, Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot Friday night, the football game. Um, and, uh, I want to talk about a couple other things. Um, uh, we have coming up, uh, we looking for trunks still for trunk retreats. If you hear this and you want to do a trunk, you can still do that. That, um, is actually going to be the Saturday before government week, which is 16th. Uh, the 16th. Um, if you just want to come out and watch the movie, uh, and do the trunk retreating, um, which is being sponsored by all in federal credit or federal, excuse me, all in credit union. Hannah's going to kill me, <laughs> uh, on, on, uh, Saturday on that Saturday, uh, you can show up at six movie starts at seven. We'll also have food vendors. Um, believe there's some prizes and some other things like that. Um, if you want to do a trunk, uh, if you're interested in that, you can reach out to, um, Rebecca Campbell here at the city, our events coordinator. Uh, you can email Rebecca at Campbell, C-A-M-P-B-E-L-L-R at cityofcrestview.org, or you can give her a call at, uh, 850-682-0789. Um, we have some trunks signed up now. We do have limited space. We'd love for, uh, groups, organizations from the community, business owners, or individuals just want to come and do a trunk and have a lot of fun and help, uh, you know, help us hand out candy to everyone. Oh, everyone who comes. <laughs> and, and we're going to have the fire and the police out there Oh, also. that's right. I'm sorry. I've, I've, wow. Look at me. Yes, a fire truck will also have some of the uh, one of the canine units out. Um, last year, they did some demonstrations that were really cool. 
Uh, so we'll, we'll have those as well. And then the movie will be, I hope that I can say this will be hocus pocus. Um, and, uh, <laughs> I guess Disney can just sue me. Uh, but, um, no, the movie will be hocus pocus, which a lot of people really enjoy. And it, it does good for us pretty much every year. Um, last year was quite an event. Um, hopefully this year will be, uh, as good as well. I, hopefully we will not shut down traffic <laughs> this year. <laughs> no, we, we learned from that, <laughs> but, uh, I, I'm looking forward to it. I'm pretty excited. I'm doing a trunk. Um, I, I'm trying to get some of the other people from the city doing as well. So we have a little one city, one mission section and tell people about how awesome it is to work for the city of Crestview while we, uh, hand out candy and, um, fall festivals coming up. Obviously that one's at the end of, um, the month. That's the 30th. Um, I'm not sure what the time on that is, but one to six, I was, I was gonna say most of the day, I'm sure most of the afternoon. Um, any, I, I don't think I'm missing anything else. No, but, but, but just to go back to the fall festival, um, not only is it uh, on the 30th, but it's the day before trick or treating. So, uh, what we're advertising, if people feel uncomfortable trick-or-treating on a Sunday, especially because the next day on Monday's a school day. Perfect opportunities come to the Fall Festival because there's a lot of trick-or-treating goes on at the oh, Fall yeah. Festival. Oh, definitely. You have all the uh, costumes in there. Mm-hmm. All and these the costume contests. Yeah, and, that, yep. All kinds of good things. Yes, sir. Uh, so we, there's plenty of stuff to do that weekend. Um, well, well, there's plenty of stuff to do every weekend leading up to that weekend. So if you want something to do on a Saturday in Crestview between now and then, there's something going on, whether it's homecoming, uh, the ribbon cutting at the McMahon Center, the fall festival. I mean, there's we got a lot of stuff going on in October. Um, and, uh, yeah, so uh, I don't think think i have anything is there anything else either one of you would like to the, add? The, just a reminder on the homecoming the homecoming parade will be on main street at three o'clock so the this main street will be shut down for traffic starting i believe at one on friday the 15th okay for the homecoming parade and there's also a haunted house i don't have any details in front of me there's yeah, going to be a haunted that. house at the, the new building called the loft and i think it's going to be the 29th 30th and 31st okay i don't have any details yet but as soon as i get some i'll get to you yeah i knew i knew it was going to be there for the fall festival and the Friday before, um, I didn't know where it was going to be yet either. So they're putting it in the new, the, the new, the new renovated building down there near the, and that's towards the, um, the old west studio, end of right. uh, Main Street. So that should be kind of cool too. I think it's been, I think it's been a while since we had because we used to have um, was it JC's? I think maybe a couple of years came in and then we had some other groups come in and we do one. I remember my mom took me one year when I was a little kid and it was terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> They're all looking, and both of those events are looking for volunteers to help. They're looking for people to yeah, act in the haunted house. And people to help. Main set Street up is looking that. for a lot of volunteers for the fall festival. Yeah. So, so, so you can you can find them. It's it's Main Street Crestview Association. Downtown uh, Crestview. Be, down, yeah, Crestview.org. Or you can actually just Google Main Street Main Crestview Street. Association or Downtown Crestview. They're on social media as well, uh, Facebook um, and Instagram. And uh, you can make contact with them if you want to volunteer, if you want to help out, if you want to participate in those things. And, uh, yeah, so I I want to thank you both for taking the time uh, today to be on the show and, and um, discuss City Government Week. I'm looking forward to it. I hope we can get people to participate in the events that we have going on. I look forward to seeing our citizens come out and engage with us. Um, and, uh, yeah, I always want to say at the end of these, I always thank everyone, you know, that takes the time to, to listen to these. I think it's really important 
important that we have people from the community engage and want to know what's going on. Uh, thank you, as always, to WAAZ and WJSB for playing these on the radio Saturday mornings. We really appreciate that as well. And uh, that is going to do it for this one. Thank you, Chris. Oh, thank you. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Civic View. You can hear new episodes every Friday on Spotify, Pandora, Amazon, Audible, Podbean, iHeartRadio, and on our website at www.cityofcrestview.org. Civic View is a public affairs program produced and recorded right here at City Hall and is also featured Saturday mornings at 7 a.m. on WAAZ-FM and WJSB-AM. Our music is recorded, produced, and performed by Scott Holmes, and you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at City of Crestview. And with that, I'll say be safe, Crestview, and I'll catch you next time.